Mega Martial Arts Movie Podcast. Ha-ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Yeah! Featuring Drunken Thai Boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble! And Drunken Karate Master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now... Paul, Paul, Paul. I don't come through. You know, baby. Fists of Fail. You gonna be you gonna be awake for this? Yeah, I'm a, I'm awake now. Ah, <laughs> uh, this uh, man. fucking movie. <laughs> what? You, what I you am... didn't like it? <laughs> oh, Mark's back! Oh, surprise! <laughs> I thought surprise I thought listeners. I'd start with this guy's <laughs> the famous. Oh, you didn't uh, like the plot? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I feel like just from that first five seconds, disgruntled sound uh you can tell that zero wasn't a fan of this movie right. uh and mark finally is uh, returned to it so we can talk about a movie uh, that everybody else hates the, <laughs> well the the shaw brothers classic legendary weapons of kung fu oh. aka legendary weapons of china uh which is one of the album titles for uh the wu-tang clan if I'm, <laughs> i don't know i don't know much about their music all i know is that this movie is supposed to be so good that it needs to be an album title. Um, unfortunately, I feel like Zero, uh, that was definitely lost on you, right? A little bit. So this is um, this is another recommendation that came from Reddit. And <laughs> the request was, hey, could somebody uh, suggest some Shaw Brothers films that have good fight scenes? And I'll say I, I got what I requested because, yeah, I, I, I would like say I like the fights in this movie. But, oh, boy, sitting through this story was not easy, especially with this horrendous English dub. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mark, yeah. you are back. What uh, What are your thoughts? Well, you, haven't, you haven't done this in I a while. I think our thoughts so. will differ slightly just because right off the bat, I did watch it in um, Chinese, and I did not have a dub. So that was fun. Um, but I think I have to agree with the whole it's boring as hell in the beginning and it's actually really confusing since all of the mm. characters are in and out so quickly it's hard to get a grasp on what's going on at least in the beginning um at least that's what i thought and then eventually we get to some fighting but you're gonna hate me and then uh, i kind of enjoyed the <laughs> the hidden messages in the plot uh, in between the lines kind of uh, well, we get to a we no get to a lot of fighting in yeah. the, once once we hit the hour mark. It, it's basically every every scene has a fight scene in it, nonstop, and that's and it's like the last forty minutes of the movie has just fights all back ended. It's it's crazy how much fighting there is at the end. Well, mm. well, I mean, we we have some fights earlier in the film, right? There, there yeah, yeah, there's yeah, but definitely was. Well, what yeah. I was saying is like. It, you know everything earlier in the movie is fine but i was just so lost with this plot and then once all the fighting started happening i was like okay at least at least there's fighting at least i'm getting kind of interested in it but i just hated the plot yeah yeah so my chinese is not that good but i will say that you know having an understanding of it and listening to it in the original cantonese helped Mm. but i will say you when you and i were watching this and we watched this on amazon uh, which doesn't give you the option of watching it in anything except the English dub. Uh, 
a lot of the story is explained in or like a lot of the the setup for everything that's happening is explained in this really terrible dub that's horrendously distracting <laughs> and people talk like this a lot so <laughs> well, when everyone speaks like that all the time it's very hard to understand what people are saying it's that kind of dub where i think they're trying to match the lip movements so you'll get very stuttered conversations because they're they're just trying to match the uh, the mouth yeah and it can be very hard to under Stan. <laughs> in con in uh, contrast, though, when you have the original, right, it's actually so fast in how they speak that you're trying to catch up and understand right. what the actual plot is. And you kind of like they're referencing so many people, so many characters, and you actually don't know who is who because they don't take the time to kind of like, here's a picture, of, you know, here's an, a scene with this person in it, and this is what they're mm -hmm. doing. It's just like, here's six characters you don't know, but you may or may not know them by the end of the movie. Like, good luck. Well, Ed, I think it was helpful that you guys, even if you didn't understand the language audibly, you, you could at least read it, and then if you, you can kind of pick up on the story. So, okay, let me explain the story, <laughs> since this is my, my third time watching Yeah, I was going to say, I think if... So I, I got the plot. I finally got the plot again watching it the second time around, but I was just so annoyed with it, and I fell asleep the first half. But but I got it. I think I got it, but I want you to explain it well. Okay. All right. So that's why you're, you're, you're feeling a little lethargic right now. Yeah. All right. So uh, Legendary Weapons of China. It, uh, it has weapons at the end, but the movie's not really about the weapons. It's about uh, Lao Galeng. Uh, Liu Xialiang. Uh, the reason why we didn't cover this movie earlier is because we had a little bit, kind of have enough of him because <laughs> we've been doing him a lot in, in mo many, many movies <laughs> for obvious reasons because he's quite a prolific guy. But uh, the reason why uh, it's, we didn't cover it is because like, we just dipped him so much. But anyways, he is kind of like the star, I guess. Or he is this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Heretic? No. Uh, well, he... Well, he 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 escapes uh, the mil the military uh, or whatever like evil faction is uh, you know like conspire whatever faction is trying Sounds to like you're uh, go against. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like uh, yeah, okay. Let me try a little harder then. Maybe I should start was speaking it, Chinese. Was it Maybe called like the boxing help. gang or something? Let's not overcomplicate <laughs> things. Let's just say that uh, Liu Chiang leaves the uh, army of some sort. Uh, it's considered treason, but the reason why he chooses to do so is because everyone believes he knows the art of how to deflect bullets <laughs> uh, and how to teach that art to everyone else in the army. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't know how to do that. And he's just like, we're missing all those scenes where he's explaining, like, guys, I don't know how to fucking do this. Can, can you please believe yeah, that's, me? That's, that was and, one thing I was unclear of, whether he actually knew the technique or not. You but don't find I, out I, I, until the last half hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, so because he leaves, um, it's considered treason. And uh, the villain of the movie sends out a bunch of uh, underlings that's basically assassinate him. Uh, and by a, a couple, I mean like everyone. We have Karawai. We have uh, well, Karawai obviously, you know, from Lady Is the Boss. Um, we have uh, Gordon Liu, hey. uh, who actually plays a villainous character, kind of. Well, yeah, he's, he's, he's technically a bad guy in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, How So, How So, Ho Sao. Um, 
who is <laughs> the other male lead. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. All I know is that he's the dude from Disciples of 36 Chambers, and I, he was so annoying in that movie. Um, yeah, and then we have uh, this guy who plays his brother, um, Cha Yong Liu. Did, did you okay, mention anyways, Carl So we have a bunch of people who... We did oh, mention okay, Carl Watt. Yes, 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 we did. Um, yeah, so that is basic, the basic story, uh, and it is stretched out to an hour and a half. Um, yeah, I, I can, but you know, I didn't explain it the, the most, uh, effective way, but when you really think about it, the story is actually very simple. It's basically like, let's kill the guy who is, uh, who has committed treason and let's have a bunch of fights in the middle of it. Uh, the movie does not explain this yeah. very well. <laughs> there is, there is like this, there's actually a point in the movie where he starts explaining his reasons for not wanting to teach this move during a fight scene. It's one of those things where you get exposition while they're fighting. And that's something I always wanted. Like, I want people to, like, divulge information during a fight because I think that's so stupid. <laughs> but they actually do it in this movie, and it is so stupid. Uh, you, you expect them to gas out in the middle of it. Well, actually on. slightly Wait, helpful just because you don't know what's happening. So it becomes helpful when he actually explains it as compared mm -hmm. to other movies where it's the same shit that you already know. <laughs> and what's kind of annoying is, well, uh, you know, uh, Lao Garlung's character, I, I feel like he doesn't really appear for, or is not really prominent until, like, much later in the film. Mm -hmm. So you're spending yeah, a yeah. lot of time with uh, Kara Wai and uh, Ho Xiao. Uh, sorry, oh, Xiao. sorry if I'm mispronouncing yeah. that. And uh, I just, I mean, Kara Wai's fine, but I didn't realize she's supposed to be a, a cross-dressing as a man. Like, <laughs> For most of the movie, I was just like, that's a very handsome man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then they kind of reveal at the end, like, oh, she's a woman. Because uh, one of the characters uh, accidentally touches her breast. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Uh, if you got a cue, that's all that matters. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I guess that, that kind of leads into the whole, uh, you know, like, you don't actually know who the, uh, well, what eventually becomes revealed to be uh like his character like it it's supposed to be set up as a whole mystery of who the martial arts traitor is until like uh, we get to like the two-thirds mark in the movie or maybe like one you know, halfway point in the movie uh i don't know i, I was like well it's local like who else could yeah it be? that was kind <laughs> of annoying like, because in the movie. uh hosiao's character he he's Everyone is basically everyone basically knows that uh, Lao Kao Lung is is the the person they're looking for, and Ho, Ho Xiao's character is like, no, it's not him. He just looks like him. He he knows martial arts because he needs to defend himself. And I'm like, ah, oh, you fucking moron. Of course it's him. Well, well, you guys, uh, I can understand why you'd be confused because there's another character who looks and dresses just like him. And isn't that like really his brother in real life? <laughs> That's and his brother, in the movie, yeah. I think uh, that's supposed yeah. to be his brother as well. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, I can see why you got confused because when uh, we were watching this, it's like, wait, why is that guy uh, killing people or like attacking people? I was like, no, 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 no. That's not the same character. And I can zero. You flipped out. You're like, what? <laughs> why? Um, uh, so, yeah, we're doing a Shaw Brothers movie. It's, it's very hard. Uh, sometimes to be to cut it some slack, but we kind of have to, yeah. right? Because it's a it's a 
I mean, it is a later Shaw Brothers movie. It's the 82. So but this is coming off of like 36 Chambers. This is post 36 Chambers. So I still have to be a little bit harsher on it because like, you know, that movie already came out. So, uh, you know, like I feel like every movie after that, like no excuse. Yeah, I, I feel bad for uh, um, Gordon Liu. Like what if he actually wanted to grow his hair out? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like having work, you know, having to work as a Shaw Brothers actor because of the success of 36 Chambers, he just always had to keep his head shaved they probably always wanted him oh. to have that look you know or it was the perfect excuse i mean for even to this hair. day mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean even to this day he doesn't have hair so i mean maybe he's just he just acclimated <laughs> to it um all right so uh that's the basic gist of it we have some story beats in there that we can cover all but uh let's talk about the action because there's really not much else to talk about with this movie um there's too much action right? in this is there movie. anything there's too much freaking action well i mean is that a problem uh, for our <laughs> format I, I i'll say it's kind of a problem because the last 40 minutes is just like not non-stop fight but every scene has a fight as i mentioned earlier so right. we're gonna be dissecting a lot yeah but uh yeah we, you know what well, you don't have to cover every bit because i knew i noticed there's a lot of exhibitions right in this movie mm-hmm. there's not a lot of sometimes it won't be even be fighting it'll just be like oh well i'll just have a bunch of people doing flips landing on their hand landing on their backs or uh you know there's this whole sequence in the very middle of the movie uh, i don't i can't believe well i guess i'm jumping straight to it where uh there's this con artist character played by uh Alexander Fu Sheng, we'll just call him Fu Sheng. Uh, that dude is playing this con artist, and he's 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 not really fighting. Oh, I forgot about I that don't wanna... part. That's where, actually... started, that's where I started. Yeah, to that's where I started to fall asleep. I actually like this part a lot. I thought this was a great scene. Um, I just like the corniness mm-hmm. of it all. And then, yeah. yeah, well, I don't. I see that's a move. That I like this scene too. But the reason why I don't want to talk about it in detail is because. It's a it's a one punchline. It's a it's a joke scene with one punchline that goes on way too long. That's that, it's like he's that's true. But remember when I was saying like there's a subtle kind of undertone in this whole plot that I had to like read in between the lines, and maybe I'm just like jumping to is it sexual? No, not at all. You wish. Um, but during that scene and once that ended, I felt like that whole scene was kind of a precursor to what the other scenes later kind of showed um about like no i can't i'm not bulletproof you know um basically i felt like this was like dipping your toe into the pool of what the whole movie was about with just this con artist um and i felt like there was the subtext there with how um chinese martial arts are seen a lot as like amazingly and like invulnerable kinds of martial arts that um and there's like a lot of mystery and mysticism shrouded in there so this is kind of like literally oh it's kind of bullshit let's focus on the real um fighting and (laughs) the real like physical things that actually work not the fireworks that you're hiding in your pockets (laughs) well but but Mark, they do do fireworks. In a lot. Letters. They have <laughs> daggers in their attached to their legs. So I don't. There's no subtext. It's literally yeah. like staring you in the face. I, I mean, I mean, like on a grander, uh, soci- uh, you know, sociological kind of uh, scale. <laughs> We're talking about legendary <laughs> weapons of China. I, don't, I wouldn't do, dig too deep into this. So uh, speaking of uh, fireworks, uh, one thing I wanted to point out is that this is the first 
Shaw Brothers film or maybe one of the first uh, Hong Kong films where I've seen pyrotechnics in the martial arts. Yeah. Uh, well, like in the middle well, of the fights. Uh, alongside the fights. Like they're using what looks like firework propelled uh, projectiles to shoot at each other at like certain points of the movie. Oh my and God. I thought that was fun. It was, it was different. I, I, I could see how technology is getting better. Well, no, not technology. And like in cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they have to, they have to keep evolving. They can't just have weapons just constantly clashing at each other. They need to throw in some pyrotechnics to make it like more visually exciting. And I can't, I don't know if I can recall uh, too many movies that use fireworks in there. Like I'm I'm sure there are like there's, Mm. There's gun pyrotechnics, but these are literal fireworks that they're using here. So right, right. I, I I can't recall right. an, another movie that does it like this. And it's not like explosions because that's like a different pyrotechnic kind of uh, yeah, they're, scenario. They're, exactly, they're literally uh, shooting like fireworks at each other, or um, their their weapons are propelled via fireworks. Yeah, that was insane. I mean, they had literal knife rockets like <laughs> yeah yeah that was i was like oh that's neat. what is the logic behind that how is it that was work? beautiful in that scene i think it worked well mm-hmm. so <laughs> another thing i wanted to point out too is uh i kind of liked how the movie addresses the whole aspect that chinese martial arts uh, is invincible they going along mm-hmm. what you were saying mark how yeah. you have this con man who is kind of um you know amping up that whole notion when in reality um What's going on with the story is they want to get uh, Lao Kaolong's character because uh, they think he's bulletproof against Western weapons. In reality, he's not. And that's kind of a, I think that's kind of a notion that was going on maybe at the time how uh, they were, you know, the Chinese people maybe were kind of afraid of, well, not maybe, uh, maybe afraid. I think they were afraid of guns (laughs) and they were, you know, using martial arts films to kind of, you know, give, uh, you know, make the people feel strong in a sense against Westerners. Right. Like, like, specific- a, like a martial arts, See, uh, you know, can defend against the, uh, guns. Right. It makes me think of uh, Boxer Rebellion, but that's like a whole historical different context. But yeah, like that literally there's um, like that kind of did happen in real life. It, this is just a little more glorified, I guess, in a way or spectacle, I should say. See, the, the most interesting things about this movie are the story <laughs> that's true <laughs> and somehow we are not you know some of you, you know, both of you don't didn't really enjoy the story all too i didn't well. i didn't like how um, the story was presented you know chronologically and how the information unfolded to us after watching it i was like oh there are some things i kind of like about it like like i just mentioned but at, at, while yep. i was sitting through it i just i hated how uh everything like unfolded I was I was getting bored. Like I just right, I didn't right. understand. So yeah, uh, I completely get that. Uh, like that that uh, that part, uh, it's completely understandable. Uh, so we we can circle back around to this. Let's let's talk about the action because <laughs> I feel like we're just gonna go in circles in, ter- in terms of like you know like uh, it can be boring at times, um, but at the same time because there's a lot of action that is not technically a fight scene. It's just more like again exhibitions. Uh, let's just kind of glance over some of this. I'm, I might jump all over the place because uh, I totally forgot there's this earlier scene where they're in the yeah. attic oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. a house. I yeah. like that. And these are two, yeah, these are two assassins who come uh, to try to kill the the supposed uh, master tre- treacherous uh, martial artist. Um, and they don't. 
Oh, I guess another detail you should know is that these assassins don't know each other's mm -hmm. identities. So, you know, they're not even aware that, you know, they're on the same side, technically. Uh, and Kara Wai, again, is playing like this um, uh, woman in drag, I guess. Yeah, like, she's that, got the know, mustache. Like <laughs> it's very, it's very yeah, distracting. Yeah. She's like, very, she's very like a spy slash ninja in part yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the setup is that they start, they, uh, they try to attack from the attic, right? They're using stealth methods, but uh, but then they obviously detect one another, and, and like in this weird, in this weird maneuver, uh, Ho Xiao takes out a uh, a uh, like a bamboo straw out of his out of his pocket, and there's like you can see like smoke coming out of it, right? And he like he he puts he puts it through the 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 top of the the ceiling, and he starts breathing out into it. Almost like just breathe out like poison. Yeah, that's. Into I thought. I thought maybe he was trying to poison her with gas. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think no, no, no. I think he was trying to poison who, like the person he thought was like in the bed. Oh, no. is that what it was? That's oh, not I how I understood. I think it. so. Yeah, I thought he was trying to get her. Mark zero. It doesn't matter <laughs> because um, where was this smoke? How is this smoke just like staying inside this tube? Where's this? Where's this? Where's this poison coming from? It, it, now? It's it's activated charcoal. Just leave it alone. That's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's well, the, the movie gets ridiculous when uh, I guess the housekeeping comes and Gordon <laughs> Liu comes and it's so funny because you can clearly he hear human bodies you know uh, struggling above them and the housekeeper's like oh it must be a cat <laughs> and so <laughs> Hosiel and Carol Y start making cat noises while they're <laughs> fighting so it's like <laughs> Cats don't weigh like uh, a combined, uh, you know, a combination of like maybe like two hundred twenty pounds or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! L listen, listen. Okay, like I know you don't know what the cats are like. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but apparently, apparently, Ho Xiao actually did have a pocket cat, <laughs> which he threw there at the very end. Oh. Um, but I, I do like the choreography between the two of them. It's very creative. Uh, it definitely shows off a lot of their uh, maneuverability, which I, I like. Uh, they, they move really quick and really fast. Um, I like when Carl Wilde like, shows our. They both show off their flexibility, and mm -hmm. like in these really awkward uh, split stances that they're they, they keep doing. I think it gets interesting for me when Gordon Liu is like, "Yeah, those aren't cats," and he starts stabbing at the ceiling <laughs> with a yeah. spear, and it, then it becomes like, um, you know, they're fighting each other, but then they're also dodging the spear stabs that are coming uh, from this from the right. floor. You f you forgot the yep. one part yep. where Gordon enters the room and just starts stabbing freaking uh, sleeping bags and stuff for no <laughs> yeah. reason, and then the housekeeper do nothing about it they're like that's cool it's not a problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's standard practice here <laughs> it's like do you want to rent out the room well let me just stab the person before <laughs> before we got the room uh yeah so like the i, I do like the the setup here although yeah like uh, i guess kara wise stick or her fighting gimmick is that she can she fans out <laughs> that's uh, the weirdest a, way to describe it a lot of characters have capes in this movie and they they use yeah. the capes as um, I, I don't know how you say it. like kind of like projectiles like they can make the capes kind of uh, be these kind of distraction points so that the you know their fighter is is looking at it and they're really somewhere else. Right, right, yeah. Uh, it's it's like a oh you see that in line Batman comics, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, um, you know, like I, I like the fight scene all in all. There's really nothing I want to call out in terms of like, oh, that move was cool. I think like the actually the coolest parts in terms of I can't believe I'm using the word cool. Uh, the most uh, <laughs> impressive parts uh, of their uh, the fight choreography actually don't come from this. It comes from like the very beginning of the the film when it's just started. I'm like literally jumping backwards in the movie right now. Where um, you know, you it's mean not when even the guy rips his balls off. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah maybe we should i don't know if you want to touch on that but apparently the the members of this army or this clan have this weird un, un unending devotion to it so if the if the clan leader you know says so you're either you're you either poke out your own eyes or you rip off your own testicles <laughs> Uh, I, I guess uh-huh. I guess they're implying that there is some sort of magic in in this story because uh, it seems like some people have this gaze that uh, denotes mind control, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, so it's it's it seemed like the higher ups had this power, and yeah, uh, if you were under its control, you might end up ripping off your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This movie it doesn't obviously doesn't shy away from the mysticism thing, what you mentioned before, Mark. Um, yes, I think there is a lot of magic that goes on in this movie, like folk magic, as they call it. Uh, I, I think they call it uh, also in this movie particularly, like the people as um, uh, spiritual boxers, which is confusing because <laughs> the martial arts is like Chinese boxing. Well, 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 you're talking about the uh, Cantonese dub with yeah, the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the it, don't watch, guys, don't watch this on Amazon because <laughs> they'll they'll constantly refer to these fighters as pugilists. Mm. Yeah, you had to explain that to me. I was like, what the fuck is a pugilist? Yeah. It's a fighter, but like like you throw out that very archaic word out there. And it just throws everyone off. It's like, don't stop saying that. Yeah, you know, just say like, oh, his his kung fu is really good. Just just say that. Well, they yeah. do say that. <laughs> no, they're just like, oh, his pugilism is amazing. It's like, what the fuck are you? What what is, is that a disease? Like, <laughs> when they were writing the English dub, they realized that they use pugilist too much, so they eventually just went, all right, we're just gonna say his kung fu is good. <laughs> And that's sure. how, and that's what they keep on saying at the end of the movie. Yeah, pugilism in this movie involves voodoo, mm. which uh, ah, that's my awkward set transition to the fight that happens after that con artist fight in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. um, with with Fu Shang. Uh, but this this fight also happens to have Fu Shang, and he goes up against uh, Ho Xiao, Ho Xiao, whatever how you ever pronounce that, uh, and it takes place over a toilet. <laughs> oh god this scene jesus it, christ best scene this ever. is a fight scene this is a fight scene i mean this is probably the one of the more um gimmicky fights mm-hmm. i mean like there's a lot of gimmicky fights in yeah scene, there, right? there's but, like a, a apparently this clan uh has voodoo dolls involved in there and they yeah. have body control based off of these voodoo dolls mm-hmm. and it's weird so one thing i wanted to mention is it, it seems like this movie i, I don't know like it i i didn't think that they, I thought they were trying to dispel the idea that there was mysticism in martial arts because Lao Gargalong's character couldn't really deflect bullets. But then they threw in voodoo dolls. So I was like, all right, I don't know what they're trying to say here. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, that if they feels... can have voodoo dolls, then they can have a guy, you know, deflect bullets. Come on. Right, right. That yeah, fe- yeah you, have some, you, you make a good point there. <laughs> that feels like a combination of just, like, traditional, you know, like when they have, um, oh, God, what did they call it? 
um, they have like the dim mock statues that show all the pressure mm-hmm. points. They've just basically transferred yep. that into That's a doll, it, yeah. and then he's puncturing all the points and moving everything to kind of move the body of the person he has possession that, over ex- chinese spirit exactly possession if you will doing. well uh, yeah i mean i guess uh, by the way that they're fighting like you think that, that that's how that works but uh li- he literally can defy gravity <laughs> by holding the doll up yeah. uh, and making him do a spider-man pose and he's like he's suspended above the shit water yeah. uh Sheng, i mean it's like it doesn't make any sense he's not holding on to anything it's like wait what this is magic then it's like it's just pure magic uh like it would make more sense if he was holding on to something but uh, i guess not so for and it, it, so i was just gonna but, say so for people who watch it on amazon like i did um the the annoying thing is in the english dub is they don't translate any of the chinese characters so i didn't understand that this was a bathroom I just thought uh, oh, I just okay. thought this was like a hut by the river and it wasn't till the very <laughs> end where some guy was like you got poo on you and then you and then you kind of filled in there like oh yeah that that's the toilet and I was like oh that's why they didn't want to go into the water like I, that didn't make sense to me it takes away from yeah. the scenes for sure if you don't know that because there's a sense of like peril that is constant when you're watching every scene Right. yeah i just thought yeah it, it's a hut by the river like oh who cares that they're you know that they're worried about going in the water yeah right right <laughs> right yeah oh my god yeah like now i think about it like I, so i watched it i don't even know how, like, how what version i watched it originally in but it was definitely the chinese dub and then watching it with Am- again with you on, on amazon i was like this movie doesn't make any sense <laughs> uh like, you're definitely robbed of something um yeah so like the, the actual fight here is again gimmicky because uh fusheng is fighting in a very um wooden kind of fashion because he's being controlled um but also it kind of sets up for like hilarity because there's a, a bunch of dudes who want to steal the voodoo doll from um from the guy i'm just gonna call him guy <laughs> uh and yeah, the voodoo doll starts flailing around so guess what fusheng's flailing around what hilarity such comedy coming from this uh <laughs> Uh, I say that with like a bit of sarcasm, but actually there there is some pretty good uh you know like uh, uh, physicality that comes from this, and it's not hilarious you know like they like they intended to be, but you know I I do like the some of not like well most of this actually you know like it it's, seems it's, like it's there's cute. a thought behind like, this. like when you reverse footage somebody falling into the water, <laughs> I'm like okay oh, yeah. it doesn't work like that, but sure I get it. <laughs> um yeah so just like that like it just turns into um uh, the guy like literally holding the voodoo doll and like moving him around to 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 fend him off and then it ends with the the hut being destroyed and everyone being casted into the uh into the water into the shit water Mm -hmm. and 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 they lose their money (laughs) yeah and they immediately get syphilis everybody gets syphilis is that so is Uh, that what they were implying later in the film where uh hosiao's character was sick like because yeah. he, because he fell into the shit water <laughs> been there done i that. would like to say so okay okay yeah <laughs> i i i thought that that was the case but i, I guess they never said it they just said right, oh right. you're you're definitely sick and i was like oh why is he sick what happened no they, they definitely they definitely you know, they were implying well not even implying that they, they literally just said you know make it obvious as soon as like as soon as the scene is over you see that he's just like coughing up he's like oh and he's like pale as stone, you know, pale as a ghost. Um, yeah. So, blah. I don't know. Like a couple more scenes later, with poorly explained scenes later, uh, we find ourselves 
well, now we actually have Lokalo uh, uh, like back in the movie. And went, well, he's not back in the movie. He's finally in the movie because up to this point, he's barely in the film. And all of a sudden, he's like the most pivotal character. Yeah, this was kind of <laughs> annoying that he they kind of start to stick with him at this point. Like, uh, I guess you know, like Kara finally goes to his... <laughs> she goes to his hut, and I love that there are like... Uh, there, his weapons are wrapped in in hay, yes. but it looks like really poor Christmas wrapping. You know, like when it's like, oh, what is this? That can't be a tennis racket based off the shape. <laughs> but <it is. laughs> he takes up like a, a, she takes like this long trident shaped, uh, trident shaped hay thing. She opens up as like, oh, it's a guitar. Of yeah. course, a guitar. of course, that's what it is. Um. <clears throat> yeah, so now it's revealed that well, he's the he's the guy, and it's it's exactly like the the lady is the boss. It's like you thought that uh, you know, like or like or scorpion the scorpion king, like basically every Lokalong movie that we've ever covered. It's he just like, he just like <laughs> he just takes he over hijacks the, the movie. End. Yeah, he hijacks. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Uh, no, I'm the star now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So then uh his brother comes into like his brother goes to the hut where he lives and Ho Xiao's also there trying to kill him because he thinks that he's his brother. Oh, oh God, that, that sounds really confusing the way that I just described it. Whatever. Yeah. It's a fight between Ho Xiao and this, uh, this voodoo master again. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's where we get those yeah, knife get... rockets that you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's really short, but it's fun. It's, Diff- it's very very different i can't like i mentioned i can't recall seeing something like that before and then and then again we get um the brother character using his cape as a, some sort of distraction yep. it's like oh look over here no i'm in the splits underneath the roof haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah i, I mean the, the fight it doesn't really last very long obviously because the, the dude's very sick so he can't really fend himself and yeah, just like that, it's, it's kind of just over. <laughs> yeah, this was kind of disappointing because this is when we get first introduced to uh, Haosio's, I guess, leg swords. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like think think of uh, Assassin's Creed, how uh, you you know you have the knife, uh, the wrist blade mm. that's hidden, yep. you know, I- inside the shirt wrist. Mm-hmm. Here he has knives hidden in in the pants that come out, but every time they come out the other fighter just kind of breaks them in half, which is really upsetting because that's such a cool visual yeah. that I that I was hoping that they would do something more with it. Right, right, right. Well, they this did. Is, they really don't flesh it out too much. But yeah, what are you saying? This is actually funny because uh, you mentioned the breaking of like the blades. So they completely start to like disregard further into the movie like that the magic exists, nobody's bulletproof, but yet everybody can still break bare steel with their <laughs> bodies and nobody gets cut. So oh, they're they're not relinquishing the fact that like no blades can't cut you like that or that they can cut you, mm-hmm. they're not they're keeping that like don't worry about it you'll be fine but bullets bullets is a different story <laughs> right uh the bolt yeah bullets you can't you can't defy bullets <laughs> <laughs> physics man uh, yeah uh there's a scene after this where the brother intercepts. The brother intercepts Logalong and they have a little tiny scuffle, but it's revealed that they're brothers and he says, like, well, no, I'm not gonna kill you right now. You're not in top shape. Uh you should have a training montage uh while I'm not here. And then we can be 
Then this, we can have a final fight. This is where the movie like kind of goes off the rails because I don't understand what this bro- what his brother was how, like. I don't understand how it really revolves around the plot. Uh, well, he's another assassin, obviously. Was right? he? I didn't think he, he was, was another an assassin. assassin. Mm-hmm. Ah, God. Okay, that that wasn't very clear to me. I just thought he was his brother, who's like, "Hey, I'm he popping is- in. Dad's Dad's just wants to see how you're doing. I know you guys <laughs> are the milk. Yeah, I know you guys haven't talked in a while. Just trying to, you know, mend fences." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, Dad's been waiting for his cigarettes for five years. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> uh all right so there's like a a non-training montage it's kind of a training montage it's it's like he's just showing off his weapon skills uh just to set up you know he's he's trying to get better at it uh again because he's obviously rusty and then gordon lou shows up Mm -hmm. and then we have a fight with gordon lou one thing i just want to mention real quick uh it's really upsetting that uh carol why gets sidelined this whole movie Oh, in in yeah. terms of fights, like there's a few moments where she steps in and Lung literally is like, no, no, get out of the way, get out of the way. <laughs> just and like she, Lady is the boss. Yeah, she she just turns into this cheerleader. She's just like, you could do it, Uncle. Come on, Uncle. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny, her advice is so stupid. All she keeps saying, at least in the English dub, she just keeps saying like, be stronger, do it stronger. And I'm like, no, oh, no. why didn't I think of that? Yeah, like. <laughs> It's funny because there's a moment later on where he's, you know, he has expelled a lot of energy and he's tired. And she's like, be stronger. And he's like, dude, he's tired. That's not, you know, that's not how strategy works at this point. But that's actually when she's wearing feminine clothes. And then every time when she actually wears men's clothes, she is like carries her own and is pretty much invulnerable. And she's a badass throughout the whole movie. So it's kind of annoying, like you were saying, for sure. Yeah, that well, is weird. Did. How like it, it's funny in the English in the English dub, you can hear the female voice actress trying to make her voice deep when she's mm-hmm. you know quote unquote pretending to be a man, but once she's found out, it's just the 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 voice actress just being very feminine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, she does get her fair share of fighting uh, once she once Gwen Lu infiltrates the house, mm-hmm. and like basically everyone takes turns fighting him. Right? He's clearly the better fighter amongst the the two of them. Um, so he takes on Karawai. It's <clears throat> I feel like we we've talked about this a lot in like more modern martial arts movies where it's like there's always feels like there should be an escalation of like intensity, right? Mm-hmm. And here it's more like it's a dance. But it's a good dance. It's definitely a good dance because I'm like, wow, this choreography is pretty good. Yeah. It just feels like there's no, um, I feel like there's no direness to this. It feels like there's like, it's not like, like oh, like he's about to swipe her, her face. And then, you know, she just got to get got out of there in the nick of time. It's move, it's counter like move constantly all throughout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very it's a, very it's typical of the, the Shaw brothers choreography. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be so harsh on it. Not, not what I, not what I like, but yeah, the choreography is right. good. It's still in that metronome kind of style where you can see there, there is that brief moment of pause between some moves where it makes yeah. it look like, like an opera kind of dance. Yeah. 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 Can we talk about that <clears throat> shoulder blade move though? <laughs> which, wait, which one? one? Oh yeah. That, that comes a lot later. That comes a lot later in the yeah. fight. Yeah. But yeah, so basically a, uh... basically it's like Ho Xiao and Kara Wai fighting Gordon Liu because I guess Laogar Lung is not, you know, he hasn't powered up yet. He hasn't uh, you know, he hasn't built his uh, spirit bomb yet and uh, absorbed all his energy. But it's it's you can definitely see when you, when Kara Wai fights Gordon Liu like there is uh you know, there's a certain pace that they're setting. 
but once uh, Hao Xiao uh, gets in there, you can see he's definitely the better fighter because he gets the, the choreography gets much faster after that. Yep. Yeah, and it also gets a little bit more um, chaotic, mm-hmm. right? I feel like there's a little because like when, when it's between her and 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 Gordon Liu, it, it feels like okay, we have these much longer wides mm-hmm. that really show off her like flexibility, her mobility. But like when he gets involved, it's like well now we're using weapons. Now we're using he's like. He gets headbutted into the ceiling, and he comes crashing down. And he he opens up with all all these these bladed stars, uh, and like there's a lot more movement and a lot more um, involvement when he gets uh, you know like he's actually fighting. Yeah, that him. was that I I like what he did there, but that was lost on me because what happens <laughs> is he comes down from the ceiling, opening up. I guess and he turns into a Confederate. Flag. Yeah, he like he opens up his pants. Or, or something <laughs> yeah. and it's filled with these ninja stars or just you know these bladed stars i didn't right. understand that he clamped his body down onto gordon liu and then stuck all the stars in right. his back so i got confused <laughs> right. when you see gordon liu's back and you see all the stars on there i was like what i was like what happened right and then he pops them out yeah, like yeah. a fucking uh <laughs> just uh i don't know like fireworks again like, yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, so yeah, it, it gets obviously a little bit more complicated because we uh, Ho Xiao is being convinced. I guess he's he was brainwashed obviously by the the evil cult. So um, I don't I don't even know if they're evil cult or whatever. But um, yeah, so like like basically Gordon Liu just has to say a certain trigger word, and you just see he's like he's, he he basically just switches side like immediately, mm-hmm. right? Um, but also they you all know, like I guess the way that. I, <laughs> This always like this made me laugh the first time I watched it was uh the the shoulder blade method. Yeah, so that that's one of the things I liked about this uh this fight is uh Gordon Liu, he had his own he had a very very distinct style. I like how he's doing a lot of headbutts at first and he's using his back a lot. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening is they end up ripping off his shirt and then he strictly fights with his back to Lao Gao Lung and he's using his shoulder blades to like kind of like he catches know, like, like a like a catches, stab. Yeah, yeah. He he catches his fist between his shoulder blades, and it's so so impractical. But visually, <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking, okay, well, I've definitely never seen that before. Right, right. Yeah, it's like don't like don't ever turn your back against someone unless you're Gordon Liu. If you're Gordon Liu, then you have the advantage. Yeah. <laughs> what I what I almost thought they were gonna do is they were going to take shoulder blades literally, and he was gonna like swipe. <laughs> his back at Lelgar Lung and he was going to get cut with it and he would be like, oh, this is my shoulder blade technique, huh? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> the forbidden art. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Gordon Liu gets... Uh, his ass handed to him? Well, yeah, of course, but he gets uh, not blinded, but like he gets oh, no, he two gets, strikes in both ears. Yeah, not blinded. He gets <laughs> deafened. Tinnitus. Deafened. Tinnitus. Yeah, deafened. <laughs> yeah, he got the tinnitus. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he basically tries to commit suicide. Um, very, very poor taste in imagery too. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, but they, they they literally just go up to him and just pick. Him up. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was funny. He, he's like, "All right, I lost. Time to set myself on fire." And so they just go and pick him up. <laughs> and he's yeah, they're like, "No, no, you're not allowed." And to he's die. all butt hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love how I love how they're like, "Oh." You know, like, we're not going to let you die. It's like, why didn't you let me? <laughs> His immediate response should be like, what? Can't, what? What are you, what are you saying? What? Oh, in the, in the English dub, they, they, they're talking to him. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, he can't understand us. And so he replies, 
I get the gist of it. <laughs> Something along those lines. I was like, no, you don't. And he's talking to them with his back to them. So he has no idea that they're even talking. <laughs> he just hears, he just feels a spit on their face. <laughs> uh, all right. So yeah, you are right. We are completely backloaded with fights. We have the evil cult leader who shows up now. Uh, and they have a relatively short fight with a lot of spectacle, a lot of practical effects. I guess, you know, but that's the best way to describe it. You know, a lot of practical effects. There's a, uh, I mean, like I said before, like Hosiel, like keeps on flipping back and forth in terms of the, uh, his alliances. Um, I guess and like we have the, that. What, what, what was I was going to say like, they're, you know, they're trying to do something with his character, with his character. Like he's the naive, um, you know, the naive young soldier who's told to, you know, follow this mission. Mm-hmm. And he, he's not sure who to believe because, uh, Lao Garlong cured him from dysentery, technically. <laughs> so, yeah. he, you know, he's kind of, you know, he's grateful for that. But then he realized, you know, his master is like, well, you got to do the mission. Plus, I control, you know, my control with my eyes. Ooh. <laughs> right. So, he's, you know, he's kind of distraught. You can see him constantly flip-flopping in terms mm-hmm. of who he should be fighting. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, this is where it starts getting to a point where the fights are getting a little bit too long to the point where I can't really hone in on anything spectacular mm. you know what i mean like yeah, you know, like yeah. there, well, there, that, there are no standouts now it just feels like these these the the choreography is getting a little too long for for my taste right well that that's kind of indicative of the shaw brothers choreography at the time mm-hmm. where at the, uh, well it's the end of the movie now we gotta get give the audience what they've been waiting for mm-hmm. too much action <laughs> <laughs> and you get these just long 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 takes of choreography mm-hmm. all very impressive yep. but at the same time you're kind of just thinking okay well maybe this should end already you know, give <laughs> yeah. it you know let it let us feel the build-up and then you know the yep. what's going to happen from that mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's weird because i thought gordon lee was going to be the mini boss yep. and now i thought the guy he's fighting now which is like the, that clan leader i thought he was the final bad guy right. so this part this fight ends so anticlimactically that I thought like, oh, is that the end of the movie? Right. And then the movie keeps going, and I was like, that's why I was getting like so frustrated with this film. Well, I can see why you say that because uh, the the resolution for this is exactly the same way that Gordon Liu's fight ended, which is he tries to kill himself by gouging <laughs> his own eyes out, but they wouldn't mm-hmm. let him. So mm-hmm. that that's really all it is. It's like, well, technically we could have had one or the other. Uh, we we didn't really need both, but eh, what uh, you know, like it's fine. You know, like I, I like the choreography. So, it's unfortunately, just there's no. It feels like again, there's no escalation or tension. It just feels like oh, there's these two dancers are dancing really well on screen, mm-hmm. um, well, and then yeah. that explains like why this character is not in the movie anymore because he they just let him go. One of the reasons though that they actually I think did the scenes is because they kind of split up the eighteen weapons in these two fights. They didn't want to like super pack. Um, all the weapons into one. Well, which is what they kind of do at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, imagine if oh, imagine if the it. last fight was all eighteen weapons. Holy Jesus, dude! Yeah. it's still so a lot of weapons, long. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should have really broken up all these weapon fights throughout the movie. Like, yeah. I wish, like the the uh, echoing what what I've been saying this whole time. Like, the choreography is great. Mm-hmm. It's really impressive. It's, it's just like at this point we're kind of fatigued yeah. with the story, right. so I you know, I was kind of checking out by, by this point. It's it's not until they actually get to the last seventeen minutes of the movie, and I kind of counted, um, <laughs> I where 
<laughs> where they actually start using like the weapons where they start naming them so mm-hmm. you know that the movie is still about the right. weapons See, you, even you, though the first hour and a half wasn't. you watched this on netflix <laughs> so you had the luxury of being able to read, i did like read it yeah when we watched this on amazon we were like what did those chinese characters say <laughs> yeah right yeah. uh even if it even if you could tell what those chinese characters say because i can't fucking read uh mm-hmm. not, like i can barely read in english uh, but I, I'll tell you right now, this is a 10 minute fight sequence between two guys, uh, and they keep switching up weapons. We're talking, are we, are we we're on, on the, the final fight? fight we are on the final fight. Okay. We're, we're, okay. We brought it up before. We're finally here. Uh, I think this is the worst fight in the movie. Really? Yeah. I don't like this fight at all. I, hmm. I, I think I have to agree with that. I, I like the previous, I actually even like the gimmicky fights over this. I like the, the Fu Shang fight where he's the con, with the con man, both fights that he was in. I like the, like, I prefer every yeah. fight more than this one. This, this final hmm. fight is so long and exhausting. I, th- I think I didn't mind the final fight because I fell asleep during the first half of the movie. So I was like, oh, hey, like, you know, just straightforward choreography. I was like, okay, I, I can get into this. All right. Uh, there's, but there's never a moment where, okay, let's just say that you don't have, you don't, you don't have a time code on, on screen. You can't see how long this is, how long this fight sequence is going to be. You will never know when this fight's going to end. That is that is true. It is hard to tell where where you are in the fight in terms of like, okay, are we getting to the end? Are we still in the middle? Like, what's are going there on? Bar, are there health bars halfway through? <laughs> is is like one in the red, one is still in the green? You just yeah, yep. you have no yeah. Idea. Like so, like sometimes it's fine not knowing if the fight's gonna end because that can be you know that could be surprising. You can take twists and turns. Mm-hmm. They try to change it up by introducing the mind control again but uh, mm. you know it's more played for laughs at this point right. but yes this fight is very very long uh i think i think why i like this fight though for me is i i completely removed this fight from the plot at this point like i didn't care about oh, okay. the story at all so i was just watching it more from like a technical aspect and uh what i didn't really pick up on is that every i guess like any time a new fighter gets a weapon the the opposing fighter will get uh, a different weapon that is essentially the one that will beat mm. that weapon. Yeah, if, if that makes I, sense. no, I get that. It just feels like they're constantly playing rock paper scissors with weapons, and I'm like, okay, but when? Yeah, yeah. I mean that that would be like the easiest way to actually it. win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I choose scissors. Well, I choose papers. <laughs> well, I choose rock. Well, guess what? Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, when is it gonna fucking end? Yeah, they're just constantly. Yeah, they're just it. Well, the whole thing is is uh, just rock paper scissors <laughs> with weapons. Like, okay, now I have this weapon, and this is the right. weapon that defeats. See, this weapon. is why I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't really call out any like spectacular moments for a moment. Wow, that was so ama- amazing. We need to talk about that, like because it just goes on and on and on. Uh, I, yeah, but you're all right. Like in terms of the physicality, I like what they're doing, especially since Lao Kao Leung is in his mid forties by the time he was doing this movie. So it's like, oh, wow, he's, he's very, like, uh, I, with everything he's ever been in, even when he was later in life, before he passed away, like, I'm like, this guy is so fast, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, so for me, the best part of this is when he gets the metal chain and the other guy has the, the, the dual daggers with the green, like, feathered ends, like, I love, like, this is my favorite part because... This is no longer like Shaw Brothers metronome fighting. Like this is fast. There's a lot of just it's just like a normal fight at this point. 
and uh, I like I'm just always impressed yeah. by his speed. So that's mm-hmm. why like I really really like this, even though it, you know it's just thrown in the middle of right. other fights. Like if you watch it, though, like this for me, this my eyes, this is this is like where all right, the fast right. choreography comes in. Well, I don't know, Mark, you're the tiebreaker here. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? I mean, honestly, uh, I'll have to go with. Uh, I think I. Well, we're not, we're not even there yet, but we're talking <laughs> like not recommendations yet. I'm talking about like this final fight. <laughs> no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. No, no. I enjoyed. <laughs> I'm saying I enjoyed the movie more in uh, the beginning, fight scene wise, uh, um, compared to everything else. So, um, like you were saying with the uh, con artist, with the toilet. Um, uh scenes all of that stuff compared to this scene uh yeah i think all of that is much better than this i did like the weapons that they finally showed up but it also felt very forced and it was just like okay i guess i have some fulfillment now since there's literally like what i expected there to be let's let's, let's back let's all rewind for a second what is the setup for this fight like it's like oh he needs to go up against his brother because this was like their their faded this faded rematch that... between them but honestly do they need the fight yeah that see that's why <laughs> i was kind of annoyed because he defeats the the clan leader and that should have been it they were trying they were out to get him uh and trying to kill him they sent assassins i didn't realize that the brother was also assassin an assassin this like this whole thing could have just been lobbed off and they could have ended with the clan leader yep. uh losing yeah. And it's funny when he loses, he's like, "Your kung fu is good," and he and he literally bounces. He like walks off screen. I mean, the way that this ends yeah. is like they spare him. He they spare the dude. He he falls to his knees and he cries about living a dishonorable life now. And then the movie's over. Yeah, you're you know yeah. your typical freeze frame. Oh my god, that's so horrendous <laughs> though. <laughs> and it sucks because when they do the freeze frames, whenever they do them in the Shaw Brothers movies, they're so much blurrier than the <laughs> actual just letting it play out in No, the that credits that require like them that. to keep filming. It, they're like, "No, we we can't use any more film, yeah. man." <laughs> yeah, it's just so annoying. It's just like, what the hell? Uh, yeah, it's it's um, a limitation yeah. of the time. But uh unfortunately well that was the legendary weapons of china uh yeah i uh, there there were knives and stuff <laughs> there were some knives there were a, a lot, lot of weapons. weapons uh too many actually too many when i was thinking legendary weapons i was like oh there must be like four of them <laughs> no no that's way too many isn't there like 18? Like, why are there 18? 18 this is this fight's going on way too much and yes like all the fights are backloaded so you don't see those 18 weapons until the end of the fucking movie Mm-hmm. And and there's not even like a uniform consensus on what the 18 are. It's just like Shaw Brothers chose the 18 <laughs> they felt were yeah. appropriate, I mean, <laughs> but there's actually right, no right. consensus. So it's yeah. a little bit weird. There's actually technically more oh, than let's, 18. Let's, let's not count them all, please. <laughs> uh, gotta catch so, them all. So, Legendary Weapons of China. Let's let's all. Who should go first? Mark, what are your thoughts on the movie? <laughs> As a, in typical Mark fashion, I think I'm going to have to say I like the plot, but it should have been spread out in maybe three movies. <laughs> what? No! Just one. Three what? movies? Yes. Are we making a franchise of this? <laughs> yes. No, I'm serious because you could have easily taken this film, filmed, um, uh, hashed out and detailed more of the plot, 
um, made it flow better, and you could have probably made it into a trilogy if they really no! wanted to. Two would probably suffice for the time. Um, and they could have actually used the characters better because it just felt like a jumbled mess. Um, I would say directing, uh, there was problems uh, just formulating the whole screenplay and making sure it played out the way they wanted to and that's where i had the most problems um but plot i was kind of pleased with um choreography very pleased with um and in just shaw brothers fashion i mean uh overall i think just the really decent overall shaw brothers movie i didn't have any complaints and i like the fact that they're doing weapons it's based yeah, on weapons yeah, even though it only showed up for like the last 20 yeah, minutes that's true we don't really cover a lot of i, I do a recommend though I, yeah I we don't cover a lot of martial arts movies where it's like strictly weapons fights mostly like a lot of our movies we've covered in the past has like been hand-to-hand combat which is great but yeah, yeah, yeah. you are right and there's training montages with weapons but there's sometimes or like using uh, everyday objects to train but never actual lengthy weapon on weapon fighting combat right, right. yeah so okay uh, so we usually we do our do you recommend the movie do you recommend the fights only or we recommend the movie as a whole uh, and i recommend the movie i, I recommend the movie to a, <laughs> a uh, more plot driven um, viewer okay. um, and i would recommend the fight would you watch the fights without and- the, the context yes i mean like like is it necessary to watch the, he said okay. yes all right, all right. <laughs> all right. no it is not just, no i just want to make sure okay understand that. and the, well so the last question all right so i don't lose track okay. of it uh is does this movie hold up whenever you talk about shaw brothers movies and with the with the context mm-hmm. of being a mar- modern martial arts mo- fan does an older movie like this hold up at least in your opinion mm. Mm, that is a tough question. There's a lot of things that put me off about it. Um, but I think it just holds up. Just barely? It just holds up. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Zero, what are your thoughts? We can we can do a shit sandwich thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to be the most uh, not so positive of this film. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I could always spin anything positively, but, uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately I did not dig this movie at all. The first time we watched it, of course I was entertained because you and I were watching it together, drinking and joking and generally being confused. So that's always kind of fun. You were to this and, movie. Like I was to Yakuza apocalypse. So I was like, what the yeah, hell is yeah. happening? Oh, man, I, yeah, the whole time I, I felt I felt like I might have been annoying you because I just kept on saying like I don't understand what is going on. But you have to blame Amazon for that. I, I think that's partly responsible for that. But yeah, yeah, I, I think I think the the lack of uh, translation of Chinese characters wasn't helping. The English mm-hmm. dub definitely wasn't helping. I wish I could have watched the the original audio on this, or at least the the Mandarin on it. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't crazy about this plot and how it all came together. I liked aspects of it, as I've mentioned uh, previously. But um, yeah, for me, uh, I would say you could just watch the fights. And and I, and I like the fights. Uh, uh, Mark, you mentioned this. Like, we haven't, I don't really recall too many martial arts movies that are really strictly based on weapons. And right. now that I think about it, this is like one of the biggest ones I've seen that is just mainly weapons. So I really, really like that. I know you guys didn't like the last fight. I liked it strictly because from from a technical aspect, like I just love the the weapons on weapons fight fighting. Mm-hmm. 
you could easily look that up on YouTube in terms of like, oh, let's see people fight with weapons and it doesn't matter because I don't, I feel like this last fight doesn't matter. In terms of the plot. <laughs> like, like yeah. I don't like, I don't care about any of these yeah. characters at this point. Yeah. That's but true. yeah, I, I, I think, uh, Lao Garlung is an impressive, an impressive fighter, even at his age. It's, it's so crazy how fast he is. So I definitely recommend the fight to the movie. Okay. Nice. And does it hold up? <laughs> uh, well, because I don't recommend the movie, I would say it doesn't hold up. Okay. But I would say mm-hmm. uh, from like a modern, a modern martial arts movie enthusiast perspective, I think the last fight is pretty decent if you if you're into weapon stuff. Right. Right. Uh, maybe sometimes it get met- sometimes it gets metronomy, but other times it looks very very fast. Uh, like I mentioned the. Um, the, the double swords and the chain whip right. fight specifically. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really great. Yeah. Even if it filmed at 22 and then sped it up, uh, I mean, like, it's, uh, you can tell, like, they're, they're still really fast, you know, like, mm-hmm. as a whole. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, too. Uh, I don't think I've seen sword and shield martial arts tactics in, in a Chinese film before. That was, mm. that was new. That yeah, feels right, right. very, that feels very European. So it was yeah. kind of neat. To see them use use a shield as a weapon and also as a, like a literal shield, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, okay, they're well, you know they're doing something. They're doing. They something usually feels like reserved for the battlefield, like war yeah. games, actual yeah. war yeah. games, mm-hmm. as opposed to like one masters one. fighting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, uh, you know, I appreciated that. So right. yeah, there you go. It well, the the movie doesn't hold up, but I think I think the last fight has some good choreography. Yeah, it's unfortunate that you and I don't agree on that last fight specifically because, like, I'm sure if I loved it or all, we had a consensus on it, we would dissect it. Uh, I think it's has the opposite effect on me, where in the the last mo- the last fight has so little intensity to it that I just check out. This is where I actually find the movie boring. Um, so the movie itself, um, the the plot's a mess. All like. The way they explain the story is a mess. But once you actually understand it, you're like, oh, I see where they're going. This wasn't. This is not how you tell a story. <laughs> but I understand it now. And because I like the story, but not the way they explained it, I give it a lot of slack. Um, so I'm a lot more uh, forgiving in that recent, in that sense. Uh, watching it again, I'm like, oh, again, they, they don't they don't do this well. But whatever. Um, so I think one thing I should probably bring up is. That I I I think now I've I've recognized the pattern when it comes to how I like to analyze a Shaw Brothers era movie, which is uh, I know for a fact that the fights are going to be a little bit more metronomy, uh, like the intensity is going to be dialed down a little bit because it's like it, their techniques haven't been refined like they currently are for modern films, right? Um, so like yes, fights like the last one would be like okay, this is going on too long. Uh, how can I be more forgiving? Well, the story better be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and yeah hey mark that's your favorite thing the plot Loves uh, <laughs> uh so i do like the story uh that's a I, like from a <laughs> helicopter view i'm like i like the story i think that the the fights at times can be a little slow uh i do appreciate them for sure um so i guess like i will say that every fight throughout the film like has some something to, to appreciate I don't think you. I think you. Sh- you could watch the fight scenes without the uh, without the story. But I actually do recommend just sitting through the whole movie, 
because uh, I think that the story is more interesting itself than the actual fights, even though they don't tell the story well. <laughs> well, that's how I that's how I feel. Like I kind of liked the story once I understood it, but I hated how it was doled out yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I fell asleep, so... I was bored. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I start falling asleep at the last ten minutes because that fight goes on way too long. Um, although again, it's impressive, but still. Uh, does it hold up? Uh, I think this is overrated in terms of like the other legendary Shaw Brothers movies, you know, like I might have seen in the past. Uh, I like Crippled Avengers more than this. Uh, <laughs> I think that was more. Uh, yeah, yeah as, more as a whole, I, I agree. I, I enjoyed Crippled Avengers a lot more than this. Yeah, I, I like most of the Venom movies more than this movie, but I don't think this movie's bad. I just think it's just a mess mm-hmm. um, and has problems with it. Uh, I don't think it's as legendary oh my god everyone says it is <laughs> <laughs>